Hey guys, it's Zach Neal. How are you? Hope everyone is well. As you know, I've been gone for several months. Took a break from this podcast and um, had a bunch of shit going on in my personal life. I had a family member pass away suddenly. Some other random life shit that uh, gave me some time to pause and reflect on my life, my business what I'm doing with this podcast, and in the meantime, I started doing another podcast with one of my close friends, uh, Josh Balls, from the band Motionless and White, doing one called Strange Talks with Zach and Balls, and it's basically um, a study of paranormal activity, weird, unexplained phenomena, things like that, all the kind of shit that I'm into, and that he's into, so that's a fun podcast if you want to check that out. Anyway... As you guys know, the purpose of this podcast from the beginning has always been, uh, for me, it's been a way to give back to other people. I um, came up in a came up in a family and came up in an area where I was underprivileged and had to fight really hard to get where I wanted to be, or where at least where I thought I wanted to be in my life. And so this podcast has been a lot of business advice and motivation and positivity and a lot of just the things that I've learned, the know-how and the how to do shit and get shit done in your life and your career and your business. And so it's kind of been like a hybrid small business podcast and it's supposed to provide an inspiration for you guys to go out and chase the things that you really want in your life. And I think that, you know, after a hundred episodes or so I've done, um, I've done that. And so I wanted to just kind of reflect for a minute to figure out why I make this podcast, what this podcast means Uh, make sure my heart was still in doing it because, you know, I know a lot of people, hundreds of people have reached out over the course of the year and a half that I was doing this podcast to tell me how it's helped them or changed their life or ask questions. And that's a really good feeling because that's why I'm doing it. I want to uh, offer, offer some help and support and I love getting the feedback. But over the last couple months that I was doing the podcast, I was starting to get a little frustrated because sometimes I don't feel like the message that I'm sending is getting across. And I don't feel like people are really understanding it. Maybe I'm not doing a good job expressing it. So I had some time to think and I've come back and I've decided that I'm going to continue to do this podcast and I'm going to continue to put this value and this um, good good energy out into the universe by uh, helping other people through this podcast. So if this has been a help to you, definitely DM me on Instagram at the real Zach Neal and let me know. Um, And for those of you who did reach out after the last podcast episode to thank me or to share your thoughts on the podcast, I appreciate that. Anyway, let's get into a new episode, shall we? Anyway, so what I want to talk about today is something that I've been reflecting on for months while I haven't been podcasting and I've been thinking about it. And it's probably the most important podcast that I am have put out to this point. And this isn't about how to make more money and this isn't about how to get rich. This is about, well, it kind of is about all those things, but it's, it's more about the cost of the things you want. So the title of this podcast is The Cost of Your Happiness. And so many people that I come in contact with and just in the world, conversations that I overhear, et cetera, et cetera. So many of these people, they simply walk through their lives talking about how they are unhappy. 
And unhappiness is a serious, serious thing. Your general state of being on this planet Earth, if it's unhappy, that's a horrible way to live. And the solution to that is so simple. We really are in control of our destiny. We really are in control. At the very least, we are in control of our own happiness. Happiness is a state of being. It's a state of mind. It's a place that, you know, you could talk to guys that are men and women that are doing, you know, hard time in prison that can find a way to be happy inside of prison. There's people who have terminal illnesses that find a way to be happy. And for those people who are happy or have figured that out and cracked that code, they've done it by simply making a choice that they accept the cost of their happiness. Nothing in life is free. Nothing in life doesn't have a price attached to it. There's no such thing as free anything. There's always a cost involved. And people think about cost in terms of dollars and cents, but that's not what we're talking about. It can be, you know, it can be a a financial, um, you know, uh, sacrifice that you have to make in order to be happy. But let's talk about some examples so I can kind of explain what I'm, what I'm talking about. And we'll use, we'll use money as the, as the example here. That way it's easy to to understand. So let's say that you make a hundred thousand dollars a year. You have a good job. You're stable. Your bills are paid. Your, your shit's taken care of, but you hate your job. Your job is, you know, probably the number one source of your unhappiness in your life. So in order to be happy, what you really want to do is something else. You know, you have another job or career in mind or another activity that you'd rather be doing, but it doesn't pay $100,000 a year and you would have to live substantially lower than you live now. Maybe the thing that you want to do would only earn you half of that salary or a quarter of that salary. And so you would have to make a choice. So you see, that would be the cost of your happiness is you would have to make a decision to accept making less money and having less you know, um, physical things in the world, having, having less stuff and living a little lower. Maybe you can't live in as nice of a place or you can't drive as nice of a car, but you'd have to make that choice. And so that's a choice that most people aren't willing to make. So you're in charge of your own happiness, but you choose not to be happy. You choose to not take the less, you know, the lesser career opportunity financially, which would provide you more happiness and fulfillment but it wouldn't. So you choose to have the car, to have the apartment, to have the, you know, the updated phone, the technology, the tech gear, right? That's the stuff that you're choosing to have in place of your own happiness. So being happy and and using that example, being happy really boils down to a simple choice. Are you willing to pay the cost for your happiness? Some people are, and they've cracked that code. You know, the, the person with the terminal illness has decided to ignore that. They've decided to put that to the side and not spend all their time worrying about it or how they're going to get better. Instead, they've decided to focus on their happiness and focus on the things that make them happy. And that's a state of mind sacrifice where your mind, imagine if you were terminally ill, your mind would want to think about that all the time. You'd want to focus on it and fixate on it. But there's people that have just decided I'm not going to spend my time thinking about cancer. I'm not going to spend my time thinking about this or dwelling on this. I'm going to go out and enjoy the time that I have. Now, that takes an iron will. That takes a, a real serious, um, you know, gut reaction uh, of forcing yourself to think a certain way or feel a certain way. So it's a, it's a mental sacrifice. So there's all different kinds of prices that you're going to have to pay 
for your happiness. But the first thing you have to do is you kind of have to figure out what it is that makes you unhappy. You know, there's, and I'm not talking about like clinical depression or a chemical disorder or something, you know, some sort of mental illness that is, you know, you can't just change your your life and, and make yourself better. I'm talking about a generalized state of unhappiness caused by the situations in your life or caused by your job or caused by whatever. You have to figure out what it is that makes you the most unhappy in your life. Pinpoint it, figure out what it is, and then you have to decide if you're willing to pay the price to change that. So many examples I could give you. A lot of people are unhappy because of their physical appearance, because of their weight, they're overweight, and they, they feel like that just holds them back, holds them back from you know, whatever it is that they want to do in their life, whether it be finding the right partner for a romantic, you know, relationship or being in better shape for their health or whatever it might be. So that's an easy one, right? If being overweight makes you unhappy, then there's a, there's a price that you can pay just like a transaction at a store. You can go into your mind store and you can choose to have a trip to make a transaction. You can choose to have a healthy body to lose weight, to be in the shape that you want to be in, but there's going to be a price for that. And that price is going to be diet and exercise and a commitment to things like that, that are maybe make you uncomfortable. Maybe it means that you're going to bed hungry. Maybe it means that you're not getting to eat dessert. Maybe it means that you're not enjoying the food or the things that you like. And so you have to make a choice. What do you like more? Do you like eating or eating certain types of food or the lifestyle that you've chosen for yourself? Or do you like having the body that you want to have more which one of those things makes you happier and so then it's just it's just a cost issue are you willing to pay the price of what it costs to have that happiness so we've used you know a physical body scenario we've used a financial scenario there's relationships people who are in relationships marriages whatever that are unhappy in their relationship but they are too afraid to say anything about it or they're too afraid to act on it. And, and this is probably one of the biggest ones. You know, I, I have really had heart-to-heart talks with lots of my friends and acquaintances and even strangers that'll tell me how unhappy they are in their marriage. I've, you know, I've been married for five years or 10 years or 20 years, and I'm just unhappy in my relationship. I married the wrong person. I, he doesn't do the things that I thought he was going to do. She got out of shape. He ignores me, you know, so on and so forth. And I always say the same thing. Have you tried counseling? Have you tried to talk to them about it? Is your communication good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that stuff or none of that stuff. But, you know, end result being they're not going to change or I'm not going to change. We're just not compatible for each other. This just isn't. So why are you together? It's always my, well, and then here comes the list of reasons why. Well, because we have the kids, because we have the house, because we have the car, because we have the dogs, you know, so many reasons that will come up as to why they stay together. There's, there's a cause because in their mind, they've identified the price of that divorce or the price of that breakup as being more than they are willing to pay for a chance at their own happiness. Or maybe it's that they don't believe that their happiness really is going to be out there or they, since they haven't met someone else yet, or they haven't figured out what they really want, they just stay in stagnant water. And if you sit still like that, you rot. And so that's what happens. You have a bunch of walking wounded people just walking around the earth, a bunch of corpses. It's like, you know, return to the living dead. There's just a bunch of zombies walking around that are not happy people because they have not accepted the cost 
of their happiness. It's like anything else in the world, it really is. You see something that you like or you see something that you want and or, or that you need. You know, you're going to buy a new car and you go to the cheapy cars, right? Go to an economy car dealer and find out that even this economy car that you want is going to be $20,000 and the car payment's going to be, you know, $285 a month or $300 a month. And then you look over and you realize that for just, you know, $60 a month more, you can get a much better car. You get something different, something better with more upgrades. And so you start to get excited about the, the prospect of, hey, maybe I don't have to get a Hyundai Accent. And no offense to anybody that drives a Hyundai Accent. I, I had one at one point as well. Um, <laughs> but, you know, maybe I can do a little better than this. Maybe, you know, for $60 a month more, I can get a different car, a better car. And so you start to weigh out the cost. That's all it is. It's just a simple transaction. You start to figure out, well, I can probably, it's only $60. I can, I can work one extra shift or I can not spend so much money eating out at restaurants or, you know, you, you bargain with yourself and you figure out if it's worth it to you. And then when you decide that it is, you agree, you agree to the cost and you figure out a way to make it work and you move forward with it. It's no different in a relationship. You have to accept the cost. The cost might be some temporary heartache, some difficulties, you know, maybe you're going to have to divide assets or lose some things or pay some money or have some, have some days and weeks of, you know, uh, heartache, you know, uh, discomfort, crying emotions, hurt someone's feelings. I mean, there's all, there's all those ramifications that come into something like a breakup, but if you've accepted the cost, then you'll move forward with it. And so that is the true price of your happiness is you accepting the fact that you are actually in charge of your own happiness. Because again, happiness is a state of mind. It's a state of being. It's you rearranging the puzzle pieces of your own life to fit in the way that you want them to fit so that you can ultimately have a better life. You have to decide if you're willing to rearrange those pieces and if you're willing to accept the cost that goes with them to make the financial sacrifice, to make the emotional sacrifice, whatever it might be, but your happiness is attainable. So if you're walking around the planet Earth, sharing your misery with the other people around you or complaining about how much your job sucks or how much your life sucks or how much your relationship sucks or how much your apartment sucks or how much your car sucks, my question to you is why don't you do something to change it? None of it is out of your control. There isn't a single thing in the world that can prevent you from being happy if you choose to be happy. And even in cases of mental illness or clinical depression, there are great doctors and great medication that you can choose to see those doctors and choose to take that medication that can alleviate those symptoms and give you a better chance at being happy. And look, when I say happy, I'm not talking about living in a state of eternal bliss I'm not talking about you're never going to have a bad day again. I'm not talking about your life is going to be a party. I'm talking about a general state of where you can look at your life and say, I'm pretty satisfied with what's going on here. Me, my, myself personally, I'm virtually never satisfied. People have been asking me most of my adult life, Zach, when is, when is it going to be enough? And my answer is always the same. Probably never. It's probably never going to be enough. If I had a billion dollars, it wouldn't be enough. If I had a hundred companies, it wouldn't be enough. If I had, you know, a thousand days straight with my children, it wouldn't be enough. There's always, with me, I'm a more kind of guy. 
and that state of unrest that perpetual state of not being satisfied is is part of what drives me as an entrepreneur as a businessman that's that's part of my drive that's part of the magic so i i've accepted that and i don't want to change that i like being hungry i like the fact that i'm never satisfied that's not that doesn't create like a depression loop for me not being satisfied is my default setting how does this look not good enough i will keep going on things until i get them where i want them to be and i'll keep striving for more 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 so i'm not talking about you know you make a couple changes in your life and all of a sudden you're like living like this you know jet set rock star life i'm talking about generalized things if your job makes you miserable dude quit your fucking job don't work there anymore just stop doing it because you're making yourself uncomfortable you're making yourself miserable and then you're making the people around you uncomfortable and miserable because you live in a state of misery and you might not even realize that but a neg- being around a negative person or a person who complains or is mopey is terrible it sucks the air out of a room it's you're spreading that you want to put out positive energy out into the world happiness joy you've got to put out what you want to get back you know it's like planting a seed you plant it you plant a tulip a tulip grows right you plant garlic garlic grows you don't want to be going through your life planting misery and depression because that's what's going to grow in your life so to wrap up this comeback episode of daily gold my advice for you guys and and probably one of the most important things in the world is first of all take accountability for your own happiness realize that as much as we like to blame our jobs and blame our bosses and blame god and blame whatever else you are in control of your own happiness you can choose to be happy you can choose to rearrange the puzzle pieces of your life to find your happiness you just have to accept the cost just like any other transaction like we talked about just like going into a store and deciding the candy bar is a dollar do i want to spend a dollar on that is it worth it for me to have this candy bar and if you decide that it is you spend the dollar you make the financial sacrifice to get the thing you want no different in your in your life in regard to your happiness identify the things that make you unhappy whether it be jobs or relationships identify those things and then take the steps to change them and accept the cost of those changes because they're not going to come easy. A divorce is a heavy thing. A breakup is a heavy thing. It's quitting your job and starting a new one is a heavy thing. But I promise you, no matter how ugly some of those situations seem, the end result is those are temporary problems. Those are temporary situations. You're not going to be in an uncomfortable or ugly situation forever. It's going to be temporary. And on the other side of making those sacrifices, you're going to get a better life. You're going to get closer to the happiness that you're looking for. I'm going to try to start keeping up on this podcast again regularly and providing value. The number one thing that you guys can do for me that would that would mean the most uh, is if you like the podcast, share it with a friend. Let somebody know that I'm out here getting up on my soapbox and preaching and uh, share it with a friend and then also I love to hear from you guys so follow me on all social media at the real Zach Neal and definitely drop me excuse me definitely drop me a DM on Instagram uh, and let me know you know let me know how how the podcast has helped you uh, what you've learned from it what you'd like to hear me talk about you can always make a suggestion if there's something I haven't covered that you want to talk about always down for that in the meantime stay positive Get yourselves in a place where you want to be and try to be happy. See ya.